We just always count down. Three, Three two, two, one. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to Random Tiny Things. I'm Claire. I'm Jessie. And today we're going to be discussing in the theme of the month of February and Valentine's Day, the particular topic of romance, but in particular, the modern, modern romance. romance. Uh, kind of how dating has changed and how our experiences with it, mm -hmm. um, our views on it. I feel like we both have very, well... Very similar in a sense. Similar in a sense. I feel like I've become a very unconventional mm -hmm. dater in the sense that I go through phases of things that I want, I think I want, and then I'm like, no, never mind. In the train of modern romance, an old roommate of mine gave me what I thought was the worst advice at time, but was the best advice, you have to date bad people in order to find out what you don't want. And at the time I was like, no, you can meet one person and it can't be great. And I learned, not true. You yeah. gotta <laughs> kiss a couple of frogs before you find a prince. My mom thing. always said that. Like, you have to kiss a lot of frogs before you find a handsome prince. And then when I, I would kiss people, she would shame me. <laughs> <laughs> Although I was like, you gotta kiss a lot of them. And so I did. I was like, okay. <laughs> We kissed some frogs, and she was like, "What? No, not that many, though. Like, not that many." Yeah. Um. But yeah, I feel like my journey with dating. I've been in serious relationships. I've had a lot of casual relationships, and I feel like I thrive better in this new, like, especially. I feel like now with you know apps and things on your phone, like mm -hmm. everybody's not just dating one person. Yeah. Like, you're not just talking to one person, unless you are putting a label on it, and even that. And putting but, a label on it is a very, like... Putting a label on it is a huge step. Because it's like, I feel like even when I was a kid and I saw other people dating, I'd be like, oh, you know, they go on dates, and then the boyfriend-girlfriend, and then they're fiancés, and then they're married, and then that's the end. The and it's like, yeah. There are so many more steps. There's, like, a couple of dates, and then you're hanging out. Yeah. And then you're casual, and then you're serious, and then you're not, and then you're on again, yeah. and up again, and then seven years like down the line, they're still together, and there's no ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like, though, when I was younger, or maybe you felt this way, too, like, I felt like it was so much simpler, where I was like, oh, if somebody asks me on a date, that's my boyfriend. This is, like, my I mentality at 13. I was like, if somebody <laughs> asks me on a date, that's my boyfriend, like, we're boyfriend-girlfriend, and, like... As an adult, I realized, like, no, like, and there's, like, a whole attachment theory. Um, yeah. I'm very avoidant. Um, it's very interesting you say that because I was the same, too, because I think when I was a teenager and dating, if what you call teenage dating, yeah. is dating. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know. It's so young and naive. But <laughs> I had one first date with, like, I think it was my second boyfriend in high school. We went for hot chocolate, and it was... Like, I took a big sip, and I had it all up like a smiley face, and he didn't tell me. We talked for, like, another hour, then I went to the bathroom and washed my face off, and I came out. And luckily, I didn't wear makeup, but I was just like, why didn't you tell me? And he was like, it was really cute. And I was like, oh. And then it was like, I think by the end of that date, we were boyfriend and girlfriend. There was no question. I, it was always this thing of there was no question. It was just like, they kind of told me, like, Oh yeah, that's my girlfriend. I was like, oh, I guess yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you go in a couple of days and then. But then, as you become an adult, you're like, nope. There's there's so much resistance to commitment, 
in a sense. And if you do find someone who's very, like there's a connection, you're both on the same page about what you want and you want to go forward, then sometimes I feel there's almost this thing to rush, mm. which, I mean, I'm totally guilty, guilty of. of. I mean... <laughs> not, I'm not saying you, I'm saying like Jango. Oh, no, no, but obviously, past, obviously as yeah. I said, I'm married, and that was very, like, I met his family seven weeks, he met mine at, like, nine in another country. Yeah. You know, married and engaged very fast. I, like, really try and keep in mind, too, is that everybody's timeline is different, and what you're mm -hmm. comfortable with is different, and what you're comfortable with with different people is always going to be different. Yeah. Because I had a relationship where we did move very fast and like moved in together pre like pretty quickly for what I think other people would be like, no, we took years to figure that out. Mm -hmm. And like, we just kind of knew we wanted to live together. That was okay for that relationship. But now I know like after that, I'm kind of like, well, you know what? That was really hard getting out of it. Lesson learned. I won't be living with somebody anytime soon ever again. I did the same thing, like, an ex of mine, we moved in after a month, mm. and it was very, not a very abusive relationship. Um, and then I met my husband, I think, like, gosh, that was 26, like, four years, like, took me three or four years later to want to make that step again. Yeah. So well, I do totally understand that. It's not even just little scars, but my, my whole point of that was, I wasn't, like, trying to break that up, just, like, <laughs> it in the graveyard. I was just... You know, for that relationship, like, that was okay. And for some people, they can move in after a month of knowing each other and just know, like, that's their partner. Yeah. And, like, make that commitment right away. And it's a healthy, fine relationship. There's nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong with, you know, wanting to wait to yeah. do that. It's, it's just, again, it depends on who you're with. It depends on how you're feeling. It depends on where you are in your life, too. Like, yeah. I... I mean, like, yeah, end game, definitely want a partner in life. But I'm like, I have very specific needs. I recognize you do need to find somebody who wants the same things you do. You're not making, I not that I don't think you shouldn't have to make sacrifices in a relationship because that seems unrealistic. Like, I think you have to make little sacrifices, big things. Like, you know, do you want kids? If you, one well, of you does yeah. and one of you doesn't, that's not something that's going to go away. No, because then they'll just build up resentment, and that was actually something that I never had. Like, uh, someone I'd been on a couple of dates with posed this question to me, but I think not like after a week or two, he was kind of like, do you want to get married or have kids? And I was just kind of like, because like, I was the commitment friend, I was very much like, and then you're like, you're talking to me, stop. But it's like, I said, well, do you? And he's like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy to do both. Um, and... I was just kind of like, what? <laughs> you know, because, but I, I appreciated it because then a day or two later, I actually thought about it enough and I was like, yeah, I do want both. Like, when it's the right person, yeah, you definitely. I think Matt is the right person. Is right? <laughs> your husband. I think your husband. I, I would hope so. I guess yeah. I would hope so. But it's, I think I'm, I'm at a point in life where, like, I can go on one date with somebody. And even if I like that person, I'll know if I'm, in it yeah or if i'm like no this isn't gonna work out because yeah, it's you feeling. and it's like it's not even a fear it's like a a feeling oh it's a feeling yeah yeah <laughs> it is a feeling it's, it's a feeling but it's also like a i know this isn't gonna work out because this is where you see your life going and this is where i see my life going and i don't want to meet you in the middle yeah because it's like i think there has to be some similarities obviously you don't want to 
date the same person because then that kind of becomes a narcissistic kind of yeah. weird relationship, you know, where couples kind of look like each other and you're just like, this is a little odd. I but couple just like <laughs> popping in my head and you're like, I, I know, love those so like, much, but I'm also just like, oh yeah. No, <laughs> no, no. but it is that thing of it's like, obviously like you want different things in your career, but it's like you meet at the same thing and it's like, I want you to succeed in your things. I want you to succeed in yours, but also I want to build a life together. I yeah. think that's the thing. But modern romance is kind of this commitment phobe. It's like you, you and I have very different are, circumstances. Well, yeah, very different circumstances. But I talked about previous dating history because I don't think. But like, I was very much commitment phobe unless I was in it. Mm-hmm. And then I think the last boyfriend before uh, my husband, he was very like, oh, I want you, don't want you with anyone else but don't want to fully be like, oh, let's yeah. show you around and treat you really well. And it wasn't even that he was seeing anyone else. It was just like commitment like yeah. was a scary word for him and very resistant because of past experiences. And that very much affected me because I'd be like, we're good together. We're happy. What's the problem? Why can't yeah. I see you more? Or why can't we move forward? And it was just kind of this back and forth thing of it's like, okay, if this doesn't work, I'll leave. And then he'd be like, but no, 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 I want you to stay. And I'm like, so, so give a clear message. I think that's what I've kind of taken away from modern romance is no one really wants to give clarity because they always want an option. Like, it's very much option-based. It's like, no, I'll keep them on the string in case this one mm. doesn't hook out. That kind of yeah. thing you're saying about, like, there's multiple people about it. It's not that it's polyamory, but it's... You have four burners on a stove. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you could have your main dish cooking, but you're like, but these side dishes. Just in case. Let's remember Thanksgiving in this scenario because <laughs> the turkey will always be overshone by the sexier side pieces. I'm telling you. Oh, and so not that everybody's like taters. that. Taters? Tater tots. Oh, potatoes. Yeah, it's like, you're just like overly stimulated in this modern day. And I feel like did you ever do online dating? Uh, I did for two weeks, and um, I met a boyfriend on it, and that's why I went off. But I, it's very odd, but I found out that my cat was sick, and I just wanted to distract myself. So I signed up and arranged a date a day or night, like whether it was breakfast Aww. or whatever. And I had no attachment to it, so it was kind yeah. of more like... And I very much chose people, it sounds odd, but based off their jobs, if they were interesting. Because I actually wanted to get to know them as a person and kind of what their interests were. So it's like, I met up with an editor, I met up with um, an agent, like, like just, and then I met up with a writer, and then I met up with a doctor. Like, I just yeah. wanted to know about professions, which well, sounds odd, but then I... No, it doesn't, cause yeah. like, and I realized this too, like, when I lived on the East Coast, I was dating a more, a wider variety of people. Mm-hmm. Granted, I was living in a smaller city than LA, still full of people, but I was constantly, like, everything was, like, intermeshed. I feel like in where we are in LA, like, specifically in this location, there's just really, like, actors, writers, managers, agents, producers, like, everybody who's, like, industry. Mm -hmm. Musicians, there's a few of them floating around. But it's, like, always industry people. Yeah, also, like, that's what I mean. I also, like, I think I went on a couple of days with people in finance just to... Yeah, just just kind of... But it was a funny thing because it was, like, as soon as I connected with someone I felt real, which was my ex, like, um, then I didn't... I just kind of canceled all the other things. (laughs) Because it's, like, I just wanted a distraction. And also, I love meeting people. And so 
like my ult my ultimate person purpose of online dating when I did do it, it wasn't actually to meet a partner. It was just kind of like let's explore the yeah. town I live in. Let's meet people that I don't normally run into, mm -hmm. and that was when I took away from online dating. It was very much a gamble, like. Very much like Definitely finding a diamond in the rough at any point. Oh, yeah. Um, um, <laughs> I did the bumble thing when I first moved here because, again, I was like, new city, new faces. I want to meet people. I don't know anybody. Definitely, like, slim pickings out there. I'm just saying. Like, there's mm -hmm. some, there are some diamonds in the rough, but, man, oh, man, did I go out with a lot of rough. And, like, just had some awful dates. But I made a rule for myself. And it wasn't that I was like looking for a partner, but like I prefer even casually dating to just like date someone casually consistently for a while. Cause I think, I truly believe that like, and this is just me, I know that nobody else shares this, I don't think. Um, or if they do, they don't talk to me about it. But I'm like, why does dating always have to lead somewhere? Like if you just like genuinely enjoy spending time with somebody, and I've, had, I've said this to a group of people and somebody was like, you mean just friends? And I was like, no. No, it's just but... <laughs> if your dynamic works together. Yeah. And I think that's more where it's like, you just where, where the perception of trialing before you're officially boyfriend girlfriend should actually have come in. Where it's like this quote unquote trialing or, or like just enjoying someone's coming and exploring if this is a, we're not even having an ulterior motive, just being like, let's just see where this goes. Yeah. It comes back with, too many people have used that as a ploy or a game to get people to stick around mm -hmm. until they move on to the next best I thing. always say that anybody can pretend to be anybody for three months. Yes. You can pretend to be the nicest guy or girl. Mm -hmm. I'm like, guy. <laughs> Specifically men. Not no. really. I can't even say it with a straight face because I don't. We know mean enough it. crazy ladies. We know a lot of crazy ladies. But it's like anybody can pretend to be anybody for three months, yep. and that's like why you should not rush into things. I feel. But again, what I was saying is like, I feel like it's okay to just casually date somebody for an extended period of time and not have it go anywhere. But like, you know, do like boyfriend girlfriend things activities that. Yeah, I just think, and I don't know if it's LA-centric, it probably is, but I think it does, like, people always think you have an ulterior motive. Yeah. Or, or like, the wolves being pulled over their eyes, or they need to, like, or they do fall. Yeah. And then it's, like, that thing but of pushing pull, and that's when you should separate. You should like, separate if there's, like, you know, an unmutual feeling of interest, or, like, mm -hmm. but that's the thing, is, like, you gotta lay the ground rules, and you have to be clear with what you want, right from the bat. But... Also, with the, with the online dating, what I notice is like what a lot of people that I talk to, a lot of single women, single men that I know in LA are on the apps. But what I notice is that they're like, well, it's the only way to meet people. I think some people feel like that's the only way they're meeting people. I feel mm. like the opposite. I'm like, no, I meet people all the time. I just like. I had someone that I went on to date with describe it very well for people who like, you know, have, have desk jobs or who are very computer centric. It's actually a kinder way for them to put themselves out there mm. because I think sometimes we forget that it takes a lot of guts to proclaim interest in someone mm. and because they, they have the power to say yes or no to you. Yes. And that is 
I mean, we're actors, we're used to rejection, but the average person is not used to as much rejection as we are. And so I think that was what someone pointed out as the apps as being very helpful mm-hmm. for them, because then they can, you know, text and be flirty yeah. and warm up to actually having a conversation. And it does. I feel like, well, it does. Explain explain that, I was yeah. like, I had so much more kindness for because I was so judgmental of the apps, and I was like, why are we doing this? And yeah. he just kind of explained that, and I was like, you gave me a much kinder perspective and made me like re-examine how. Oh I yeah, I don't doubt that they're, you know, not a good way to meet people. I think it's it's interesting because it's like you know you're swiping all day left and right and like when you get all these matches, sometimes like people just get matches and they don't even like follow through with it. And it's like, we just matched because like, it's like validation also. It's like a way to kind of just be like, yeah, I'm, it's, we talked, we didn't talk about it, but we like just both listened to this meditation about worthiness and how it's like not real. That's kind of a way that people kind of put this like stamp of approval on themselves. It's like, oh, this like, this person swiped with me and we matched. Like, I'm so cool. But, like, done. I will say, yeah, I found it very much, those two weeks are very much an ego boost. Because I don't know if I just, like, said, like, swiped for too many people. But I got a lot of matches and I felt very good about myself. And I'm like, you know, but it was that, it is an ego thing. Yeah. Like, and that's, I do judge that a little bit. Like, yeah, because, I mean, but also, I'm no expert of two weeks is, like not extensively yeah i was on like one i was on one app for a few months and i would wouldn't go on a date a day but i would go like two three dates a week and like talk to people but i remember like the first night i got it because my roommate was on the same app and like he was telling me about it and he was like i got all these guys like messaging me on this app and i was like i want i could have some guys message me like that's cool and it was like probably like 2013 uh 2014 like so like probably when these apps were just coming out and just getting big yeah and I signed up for one I put up my profile pictures my roommate and I sat there and swiped all night the next morning I woke up to like 20 matches and Almost every single one of those matches sent me an inappropriate picture <laughs> as a hello. And I was just like, wow, this app, nope. is, this app is interesting. <laughs> like, I just don't know what to say. Like, it was just a lot. But, like, from that, I, after that, that didn't happen as much. It did happen, yeah. though. But that was like, I was like, oh, that's what this app is for. Well, it's funny because it's like the messaging part of it. I, I just did, like one and so I would always my opening line was always like hi smiley face and it was like I think only text was allowed on the one I did oh yeah so I did not receive so or did I no I think I really received a couple of all of them stuff, so. yeah, yeah. So all of them do like now maybe I just chose the classic guys the classy ones that wouldn't the classic ones where they ask you after they buy you dinner mm-hmm. um yeah no I just <laughs> no but I remember like for me like because that was like, I was like, oh, that's what this app is for. It's just for like one-offs almost. Like yeah. that's how I used it. And I was like, cool. Like I'd go on dates with guys and like, I did make a role for myself that like on these like app dates. And I do still do this that like, again, I can kind of tell right away if I'm going to be into something or not, or if it's going to fizzle out or like whatever. 
and I would make a rule to actually say something like on the date and not just leave them hanging and just be really honest with how I was feeling. And it was like really empowering, but it was not met with a lot of like the gratitude that I thought it would be met with. Like, yeah. you know, cause I remember like this one guy and I, we went on a hike and terrible first date guys don't do it. Don't go on a hike on your first date because let me tell you something, you're going to be sweaty. You're going to be out of breath. They're going to make you talk while you're out of breath and sweaty <laughs> and you have to like be like, <gasps> so anyway, so just like terrible first date in that in general, he was a very like, to me, like a very bland vanilla yeah. person, like what I call them wonder bread people. Just like no real like, and this might have just been the hike and the fact that he couldn't tell me his interests and the things that are great about him. But <laughs> the point is, at the end of the hike, we drove off. He like dropped me back off in my car, and he was like, "So like we should like go get like tacos or something soon." And I was like, "I really appreciate that, but I think like." I'm okay. Like, yeah. I appreciate the time that we spent today and whatever. And was so nice about it. And he was like, like, got so mad. And I was just like, this is why I'm getting out of the car yeah. now. And that shows you why you didn't have more yeah. dates with him. It shows Definitely. you why. But it was just like, it. I, that wasn't like the only time that like guys would be like, I guess like offended by it. But I'm like, I'm doing you a favor. Like, no, you were being high. I think that she has very sensitive people at one point for a couple of the dates, and so I would tell them, oh, you're lovely, I'm just not interested, and I would see the little, like, hurt, and it's... It never feels good to be rejected. No, it doesn't, but it was just, it's interesting that that, though, is the kinder thing to do, to be honest in the moment, and not, mm -hmm. like, say, oh, yeah, let's do this again, and then, like, text Go them later and be yeah. like, yeah, no, just being honest in the moment. But then isn't it interesting that they are not used to that honesty, so then they don't know how to take it on board, and they either react angrily, or they react, like, with genuine emotion of, like, you you hurt me. And it's not uh -huh. that, like, you as the person telling the truth has to take that on, but it's just interesting that it's like, you know, they say the truth will set you free. Well... Or yeah, I just really read hurt. this thing that was like, breakups are actually blessings in disguise because why would you want to be with somebody who doesn't want to be with you and isn't, mm -hmm. doesn't feel the same way that you feel about them? Yes, it hurts, but like, you're better off. And like, I was just like, wow, like, that makes so much sense. And it's like, I mean, I think it's something that we all kind of know, but it still sucks, like, mm -hmm. in the moment. Yeah. But yeah, I've also noticed like, getting married. I feel like you're pretty young for being married. I know it's fun fact. No one expected it, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's, I think for people like statistically, people of our generation are waiting until they're older to get married, to buy a house, to have mm -hmm. kids, etc. And I, I am more on the impulsive side, but it's also, it's that feeling of when it's right, it's right. And yeah. trusting that. Um, but yeah, cause I guess I got married at 26. So yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's young. That is young. I thought I was going to get married young. I thought I was going to be married. Oh. You, wait, did you think you were going to be married? I just remember something oh, about that. Like, I, thought, I thought I was going to be married at like 21, 22. See, I thought I was a psychic <laughs> told me when I was 13. Of course. I thought I was going to be married like... I didn't even think I was going to be married, to be honest. Like, yeah. No, I... Matt always jokes like he tamed the gypsy. Because I was like, no. <laughs> you're like, gypsy child. Um, 
Um, but yeah. Donald's like, I was like so like dead set on like being the conservative person. But again, it's like what I was surrounded by is like yeah. very East Coast mentality of like, yeah, you go, you graduate high school, you go to college, you get a degree, you meet your husband or wife at college, and then you get married, and then you go to the alumni weekends together. Mm-hmm. No, but it's funny. Buy a house in Cape Cod. <laughs> because I went to Vegas when I was like, one of the times I was like 22 or something, and I went mm-hmm. with my good friend Deidre. And I was 22, and a woman was there with her husband on their anniversary. And she was like, same age as me. And she's like, you're not married? Do you have a boyfriend? And I was like, no. And she was like, are you okay? Like, she was genuinely like worried about me. But she was just like, I, I already got kids. I got a husband. And I was just like, different, just different, different not, lives. Not wrong, but just different choices. But it was very interesting how she tried to enforce what her version of modern romance was. Because she was like, Oh, you know, like, get married young, this and that. And it's like, that's the way we should do it. And I'm like, Claire, send me off on a tangent. <laughs> Let me tell you something. We're fine, us single people. <laughs> we are okay. There's nothing wrong with us. We're not a chunk I've of our souls. To you. You've never said this. You've never <laughs> said this to me. I've never said to you, though. It's just like that, being hearing that sparked something in me because... I had to go to like, I was on a work trip and I had to room in this hotel with these three women who were from Texas. Lovely women, nothing against them. But I showed up, like they had already been there. They set me up the cot, how generous, but like they had already been there. All three of them had gotten married like early, early twenties, like right out of college. One of them was like my age. I was 21 at the time. 21, 22, she was like, my age had just had her first child. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, yeah, like eventually I'll want that. And then they were like, they kind of like judged me in a way that they were like, oh, that's, you know, the LA, like whatever girl, like she's so hippie and like whatever. And I was just like, <laughs> like what? No, I'm just, I'm just People like you. I'm just not. No, no, in this time, everyone says what you should do, what you yeah. should, 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 How you should, what you feel. should, should it. Yeah, you should shut up. I hate that judgment of that. Like, no, I very much got that a lot. From yeah, and, and it's, it's like crazy. Honestly, the thing that bugs me the most is that like I get like these pity setups through that. It's yeah. like friends are always like, "Oh, you're lonely. We're gonna set you up on a date," and I'm like, "No, really, it's fine." Because the thing is that like I know what I'm looking for. I know I'm gonna find it. I don't need anybody's help. Like, appreciate it. Appreciate the gesture. And I know I've had friends who are probably listening to this that have set me up on dates. I love you. We all know they didn't work out. It's okay. Again, it's just like... Give them love on their way. <laughs> give them their love. But it's like, it's not like they were setting me up with bad people. It's just that they were not the right people for me. And there was yeah. some sort of, like, miscommunication between all of us where it was like, no, but you should just like him because he's single and you're single. And you, yeah, like it should just be a thing. You're going to get married now. And I was like, wait, what? We're getting married now? We just met. Mm. It was just a lot. And it, it, make, it doesn't make me feel good in a sense that it's like I don't feel like I'm being heard or seen when I say I'm looking for something specific or like, you know, I'm not interested in that right now. Because yeah. again, you know, I'm very like career focused right now. Like I'm giving all my love to that. So like, how can I have any space for another person right now? Yeah. Yeah. I get that. 
if the right person came along, like your husband, it would be like, mm -hmm. but it it's like sense. not like actively being like, I need this. Yeah. I think that's where it's like, and that's what kind of we've been discussing too is like things that we want in life. If you take away the the desperation and the need and just be like, this is coming and let it go, that it kind of translates. But I think it's like, well, there's this mixture of like, it's just almost like strangling the desire. So it's like, and you're not even your authentic self. And that's why the situation that you're saying of just like being casual and enjoying time with someone is such a monumental thing that yeah. should be embraced more. I think it should too, but it also yeah. is like, piggybacking going back to your thought too but it's like if we take the time to casually date and kind of take the pressure off of it I find that those are actually my best relationships because I'm being my authentic and true self mm -hmm. and there's no fear I feel like when I've been in relationships in the past I've had to be in my head I was like I have to be perfect I have to oh, be yeah. like the perfect girlfriend and I was but it was like not who I am. I'm messy and I'm like, I'll dance down the street or like, you know, not everything is perfect and like everything's kind of chaotic, but it's also like organized in my way. Or it's like, instead of, how do I explain this? Um, yeah, it's just like, I don't feel like I can, I can speak my mind because I'm worried about offending the other person or like, mm -hmm. I don't feel like you don't, I don't think it's just me. I think it's like sometimes we want the relationship so bad we sacrifice ourselves. Yeah, that's a very common, it's very common just from, and it all stems from the des desperation of a need for companionship. Just because like, I mean, it's the world can be really lonely sometimes. So I do understand the need like thinking to change, but it's instead I would rather see people grow together because mm. this is something like, a very dear friend of mine, she's been with her husband 23 years and she recently separated and I was kind of baffled because I was like, but they were good together, they were this. And then I had to recognize that they didn't grow together, they grew apart. Mm -hmm. And so instead of changing for someone, because that's not going to last forever, that's really not. Like no. if, you, if you are with someone and you're like, they're great, but this and this will change. It's like, no, you either will grow, you're still going to be you. Yeah. You'll grow together and then just improve upon the essence that you love that you are. But if you don't like the person you're with as a whole, they're not going to change. No. Like, don't, it's not your mission to change them. And it's, you shouldn't have to change for somebody else. And yeah. I feel like with, you know, and it's maybe always been like this, but people get into this pattern. I think this is why divorce is really high right now. And it's because like you're saying, people grow apart instead of growing together. I think also like codependency is a really big Oh, it's issue. Yeah, and that's not healthy either. Independent woman yes. or man. I always said like my ideal relationship is with, because I'm independent and I always want to find another independent person who like we can share our life and like have our things like each, you know, cheer each other on. It's kind of like, it's like, to me, it's like two independent people who choose every morning to wake up and be together. And in a sense of like, if you're in a car and you're driving on the highway, like we always say like we're on the highway, the road of life, the highway of life. I don't want to be in the passenger seat of someone else's car. I want my own damn car in my own lane, but if I get a flat tire, I do expect you to pull over and help me change it. Yeah. That's a partnership. Two equally going at the same pace, like, 
you know, even if one gets a little ahead, they're not going to get too far ahead. They're going to wait for the other catch up or like vice yeah. versa. Like it's not 50, 50 all the time, but it is, it's that you're waking up and you're choosing, okay, I'm like, this is what I'm working at. And I think like a lot of people forget that relationships do need work and they do need care. And that's why I think a lot of relationships do fail is because people stop putting in the work. They get too selfish mm -hmm. in that codependent relationship where one person's really dependent on the other and the independent person wants to break free from that. Yeah. Or it's like the codependency of like people like in an unhealthy way, like needing to be together all the time or mm -hmm. yeah. Two independent people just like creating a life together. That's like the healthy thing and the, the right thing well, it's to do. It's like maintaining who you are and coming together because the thing that I think people forget is like relationships are meant to benefit each person yeah there's meant to be balance of like bringing each other you come together to create something better and as yourself like each of your essences together not but still maintaining who you are if that makes sense yeah I'm getting all weird but I get it on that note on that note it has been random it has been tiny this is our month of Love. love and romance so we'll dive deeper into i guess some themes that we discussed today mm -hmm. and and some other surprises for some other surprises random tiny things claire, claire and jesse it's been random it's been tiny 